When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you shut up, man? Hello, and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman, and I'm with everybody else. Hey! (laughs) We're all here. You know who we are. I hope that's a real fun surprise for the listener. (laughs) So it's holiday time. Around the holidays, we like to do some question and answer sessions. You guys love to send some questions. We always get way more questions than we have time to answer. So we are spilling over from last time and going to do a couple episodes for your entertainment for your quarantainment, rather, while you're stuck at home for the holidays. So should we just get right into it? Yeah, we have a wild list of questions. We have a wild list of questions. Uh, we're going to split it into probably personal and political, but I mean, is is the personal not political? <laughs> oh, it's not. Wow. I, I was wondering what polls meant on the document oh. we were looking at. And I was like, P-O-L-S. And I was staring at it to think of like what that could possibly mean and stand for. Oh, yes. That makes sense. Pauls, Politics. Pauls, Pauls, Pauls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the first of the personal questions, I'm excited to hear the answer to this one. Actually, to all of them. Elise Morales, what is the latest on your pending nuptials? <laughs> Oh, thank God someone asked. Um, (laughs) Elise, did you ask? (laughs) No, no, I didn't ask. Sends it in from her burner account. Like, (laughs) I didn't submit from the account that I used to see if my swipe ups work. The latest on my pending nuptials is that they are trucking right along uh, with all of the good vaccine news we've been getting my wedding is not until the end of next summer so we're hoping some level of distribution has occurred uh by that time so (laughs) so we're feeling good about that uh it is i mean i've said this on the podcast before but it's an interesting time to have to plan because we just kind of have to hold two plans in our head at the same time and one is if we're able to have our full wedding that we wanted to have. And one is if we have to scale it back based on whatever the rules and regulations are of the time. So how do you feel being like optimistic? How do you feel being like my wedding might be this or it might be this? <laughs> it's honestly, it's an odd. It, I feel, and, and I, I honestly, I feel, I feel insane saying this to you, Sammy, but I feel like at least I got to know that this is <laughs> the situation 
You're right. Um, and uh, I did have to go. I went to uh, my like oldest friend from high school had her like small pandemic wedding, but I was one of the people who went. And um, you know, she had to change. She had to change all of her plans, as you're familiar with, and all that stuff. So I alternately, it's strange, but I also feel lucky that I had enough time to like process that. Uh, it might be very different than what I ideally have planned. I think your wedding is going to go off fine. Like I'm, I'm I gave, I gave Jordana's like- November wedding a 97% chance since yours is a little <laughs> earlier. I'm going to give it like a 90% chance, but that's still, I'm giving, vac- I'm giving August vacations a 90% chance. So that's oh, an wow. A. Yeah. Uh, I saw, like, it, the other thing to know is that like if Elise's wedding doesn't go normally, something went very wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like if we're if I'm not able to have it by August, like we're in a really bad situation. <laughs> Maybe that person who I saw that posted online that the vaccine will transfer a monkey's memories to you was right. <laughs> and now we're dealing with that. <laughs> I am legend scenario post. <laughs> You know, yeah, so that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I'm sort of using it as an excuse because I don't really I'm sure once I start wedding planning, I'll like it. But I'm, it seems like a big barrier to like start. And I don't want to start. So we just say like 2022, 2022. We have to wait. We have to wait. We, everybody's in front of us in line when really we haven't really looked. You have no idea. That's probably smart because so many people postponed into 2021. I don't think you, I, like, I don't think you can get married in 2021 no. at this point. Like, yeah, I'm so like uppity about it. I'm like, well, I don't care. Yeah. Every, uh, well, this is a morbid thing that's true about tw- 2021, but in, on tw- in 2021, and I've talked about this with other people who are planning 2021 wedding, uh, September 11th is a Saturday. And so uh, I went, like, no. and oh, every no. venue, like Dark. every venue has it open still, oh. obviously. And okay. I, it always spawns a conversation where I'm like, I wonder how long it'll be before you Someone can will take a, that day. Right. Cause we can, like, you can a, just, just take the day and then pretend it happened on the 10th. Like, just like never tell <laughs> yeah, anyone. I bet you his birthday is 9-11. My mom's birthday is 9-11. <laughs> yeah. It ha- well, that one, it happens, but I feel like to put money down on you could a be venue. Like, <laughs> it's ha- it happened on, it's happening on Saturday, September 10th. They're like, oh, the, the sa- that Saturday is the 11th. They're like, no, it's not. It's <laughs> please, Saturday, please, September 10th. You should ask if they'll give you a discount, a September 11th discount. That's no, what we were, get- we were wondering, but we're getting married in New York. It's get, not, get we're not doing that. At the international <laughs> dateline. <laughs> problem solved yes. <laughs> you don't have to worry about this yes. just just call it september 11th or something yes <laughs> yeah 11d yeah number 11d <laughs> so this next question we got in various forms for caitlin bird the most this one was my favorite caitlin you are such an impressive encyclopedia of historical knowledge about our country and its systems was wondering if your vast expertise is attributed to what you studied in school or if you just have a really large library and love to self-educate i aspire to be as knowledgeable as you one day that was from lauren oh that's great so question. sweet <laughs> yeah that was a great tell us how nice you know everything <laughs> Caitlin's like sign up for my Patreon. <laughs> no, no, it's very, it's very sure. affirming. It's nice. No, I, I'm just a dork. I just spend a lot of time reading things, and I'm also from a family of dorks. So they, there's a lot of historic knowledge. Like my dad's favorite book 
uh, the one that he he considers like the the thing that changed his life was reading the entirety of the rise and the fall of the third reich and i was like what? that's the thing that you've communicated to your child and yeah. you've done this more than once like what and then he'll just like randomly bring things up out of it i'm like yeah who are you? So that's basically what my childhood was like and also how I ended up being here. Yeah, that's, that's where the knowledge comes from. Did, did your family just throw out like weird nuggets like that just like at the dinner table? That happens, yeah, no, a lot. Also, my grandparents were the kinds of people who like my grandmother as a kid would just like say a word I didn't know and then tell me to go look it up in the dictionary if I admitted I didn't know what she just said. <laughs> and that was my family. That's just what we do. It so works out well. Here. Yeah. My grandpa talks about the Third Reich a lot too, but in a, <laughs> grandparents a different are always, <laughs> Grandparents are always on about it, you know? That's always on about it. That's what, it's going to be like us always on about the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Or Donald Trump. Yeah. That's oh, definitely, yeah. definitely true. Um, also, yeah, no, there are books too. <laughs> right. <Books are> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I read. I How remember, many books do you read like, a year, Caitlin? Like if you had a guess. Oh my gosh. Now, I wish you had asked that question a decade ago because I would have had a very impressive answer. Uh, I acknowledge that Twitter has broken my brain and I, the last book I read, I was paid to read. So <laughs> I just want to be clear about that. Reading Obama's 700 page memoir would not have happened without. Oh my God. I'm reading it now and I don't know. I got to say, it's not a thrilling read the, <laughs> the points that I'm at I'm, I'm you know I'm waiting for it to pick up mm-hmm. so I'm very glad that I can volunteer when I read it, it like, hundred pages, like and I know it's a <gasps> memoir and so you have to stick to historical facts that actually happened but if you're going in for seven pa- 700 pages like give us some Give us some bang. Give us some pizzazz. <laughs> well, I think like every like now we're not like I, I don't like I'm not anywhere. I didn't read the whole book yet and I'm listening to it. So this is a different experience, oh, right. I guess, than reading it. But I'm like, OK, like I, it's 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 very detailed. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm like, why did you go into this long diatribe about the color of like the paints on the cabinet like like, yeah. like but i'm like i i think it's great but like he had I'm fun like, writing it there yeah, are never yeah. half of the shit that is in there that's I know. what i'm yeah. confused about like it's very it's almost like a stream of consciousness but like mm-hmm. in real time but he includes paragraph long quotes from other people who i'm sure you you then send that person like i think this is what you said can i use this quote but it's very detailed they're very funny tiktoks that put together snippets of the audiobook where he's talking about women he had crushes on in college. Oh, and he's man. like the long legend socialist, the charismatic bisexual. <laughs> it's really <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> you guys, I'll, I'll send one later. That's the most TikTokable part of that book. If that's yeah. like you're not gonna like, oh, deep water horizon, let's head up to that piece of yeah. yeah. Like, I remember back in the day, I got like I downloaded like cell phone ringtones or like little snippets of his first audiobook where it's him. Like he, he reads the audiobook for like dreams of my father or whatever. And he has like a friend in there who curses a lot. So you can find like, uh, you yeah. can get like clips of Obama being like, get your own damn fries. And so, <laughs> he says repeatedly in this one that he and his friends had liked to curse a lot. That that yeah. was like a signature of his communication style. 
Yeah, and he also had Rahm Emanuel as his chief of staff oh, in yeah. his first term. So if anyone thinks that like Obama is about like clean living, that is in terms of in terms of talking, no. So like no. that's how that is. See the entire conversation. That's how I got knowledge. Every I like I that's I read it and then we talk about it and then it's like mm-hmm. oh more yeah. more brains. I yeah. wish Obama cursed more in the book. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, why enough cursing in the book? Never enough cursing from Obama. We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier hair and skin, yes... But beyond that, too, since I started using pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great. It looks fancy on the shelf. And I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And Pros isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash fever dream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash fever dream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash fever dream. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. So the next question is really wholesome. What's your favorite treat you look forward to having every holiday season? Brian, what's yours? Um... Christmas lights everywhere. Decorations are my favorite things because it just like like boost gives you like a boost of like those like happy chemicals, you know? Um, I agree. And just I think like being being like the like not feeling bad about being corny. Like (laughs) you can be as corny as you want and you can get away with it because it's the holiday season. That's that's my favorite. You took such a poetic approach to that i was oh, gonna say like <laughs> snickerdoodles That's what I, thought. I thought it was about food i think it's whatever you want to s- interpret it as I was like i'm spiritually fed by the light <laughs> <laughs> yes it's not it's not even like it's not even like a like a like a like i'm not very religious it's like a it's yeah. a feeling 
It is. That is, yeah, that's probably why, because I'm also not religious. It's like you plug those fucking lights and I'm like, holy shit, I feel something. Yeah. yeah. I just Caitlin, like latkes wanna... personally. Latkes are, de- latkes are definitely my latkes favorite have holiday to be up treat. There. Do you have latkes are up there for you, Caitlin? What's your number one? Uh, my number one. Oh, my gosh. Um, Number one treat is now that Brian said that now I feel like I need to get, like I need to find something. I was actually going to say the smell of pine and fir trees like I it's a one time of year where you're just kind of allowed to do whatever you want scent wise pine like what you like if you like deck your entire house and smells like Christmas like that's that's me is like the, the best part of that's my treat. No one, uh, no one get mad at you for it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love a Christmas candle. Um, I mean, as far as like like literal treats, I like Christmas cookies, just like a straight up sugar cookie in a in a cute like shaped like a little angel, got some sprinkles on it. Yeah. No war on Christmas here. Yeah. No war on Christmas here. <laughs> if anything, we're like comforted more Christmas. Christmas cookies. Absolutely. I like, I like cannot, um, I'm trying really hard to like get like comfortable with like my, like my love for Christmas and my disdain for capitalism (laughs) because they really don't go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So the next question was, um, asking us our favorite show and why, but I'm going to fuse it with, with another question, which was, what do you guys talk about when you're not talking about politics? Because the only thing I could think of is TV and movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, our dogs. Oh, right. Oh. The animals. Yeah. Animals. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes. Um, Real Housewives. I guess that counts as TV and movies. Harry Potter. Yeah. I don't talk about politics. Like what? I'm <laughs> actually talking about this question. About... No, I'm kidding. Yeah. We honestly. Yeah. It's not like I was trying to think. I was like, oh, do we just not? Even when we're talking out of the podcast context, we're talking about politics. But if we're talking like before we start recording, it's usually about TV or movies or pets. Yeah, yeah. it's really only those. Yeah. Yeah. How is Morty, by the way? He's much better. He's great. Oh, he's good. he's a fucking maniac because he can't. He's driving me crazy. He can't go outside until Friday. So he's a dog and he's been inside for three and a half weeks. And Aww. he's starting to feel it because he's like fine now. He's totally fine. But he just can't run around outside. He's going to miss the snowstorm. Yeah, yeah, he'll be <laughs> devastated. It's happening right out my window right now. Oh, and it's it snowing? just happened. It's yeah. Snow, yeah, for sure. I know. I've got that like child's it's snowing feeling. Yeah. And it's so funny because this year the snow isn't going to change my life in any significant way. Like normally it's like <laughs> we all get to work from home now. It's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm still it- like would rather it be snowing than not snowing. Like, yeah. it's so yeah. it makes you feel like cozy and like you're, you want to be quarantining. Yes. Right. If yeah. I don't have to go outside, I would absolutely rather watch snowfall than rain or just get dark. So this question <clears throat> is for me and Sammy. We'll start with you, Sammy. How is it working from home? Do you have any tips to stay productive? Um, I am a, <laughs> I like working from home. I love it. I work like on and off all day. Like I don't really have hours, but my tip for staying productive is that I write everything down and I have a to-do list and I'm loyal to my to-do list. And that's my thing. I think this yeah. is a big, you're, you're a meticulous planner user, at least too, right? Yes. 
Yeah, and that's my number one thing. I I have to, and I I'm not good at using like a digital calendar either. Like I keep one and I save things to my Google Calendar too to have like a backup. But really, it's all about my hardcore planner. And that's actually one of the things that I have Danny getting me for Christmas this year is he's getting me my fancy planner that I like. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Caitlin, you even started a new job in quarantine. What was that like? Oh man, that was possibly one of the most insane things <laughs> anyone ever tried. I went from like totally different sectors of the economy. And so like I had to learn a whole different set of habits. Like you guys are like planners. And I was like, I yeah. worked retail. I just like went in and tried to not let my soul die. That's <laughs> job every we did it. <laughs> and then it's now it's like, oh, you're working for a nonprofit that connects capital strategies to social justice movements. And you're like, okay, sure. Yeah, that's amazing. That's what I, yeah. Now. Natural next step. Yeah. Natural next step. So uh, again, a lot of writing things down and I have, I do, I do a lot of digital planning. I have like a little document where it's laid out per day and each thing is color coded and I change like font styles. If like, Oh, I missed this. Okay. It needs to move over to the next day. Like I am, I'm like crazy up there. You're but. definitely nailing it because Caitlin will like email and be like in seven weeks, I need to switch from Wednesday to Thursday. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Brian, are you a paper planner or a digital planner? Um, I uh, I am digital. The Notes app has like a checklist. Oh yeah. So like it has like a thing that like is like like and I like hitting the dots Same. on the checklist great within feeling. the Notes app, and that it is usually. A great and then I usually will like look at it, and then I will like put a line break between things that need to be done today and that need to be like done by like a need to be done, but like within the like you know like not as pressing you know what i mean yeah 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 totally we all dread the what should we have for dinner question i mean i know i do i love a home-cooked meal but i don't always have the time energy or groceries to make it happen being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to home chef over the other guys home chef's meals are effortless so i can spend less time trying to be top chef and more time watching it home chef provides fresh ingredients and chef designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and and of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash fever dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it 
or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This one's also for Caitlin. I think somebody asked this the last time we were all on, but Caitlin wasn't here. Would you ever consider running for office? No. <laughs> I have to really explain why. <laughs> like, no. Uh, I'll be completely honest. My dad ran for office. It was, first of all, a party position. It was unpaid and it was brutal. And I, I agreed because his campaign manager prom- like bribed me with dinner. And I was like, oh, wherever I want. And he was like, yes, wherever you want. I was like 16 years old. I just come back from a summer trip abroad. And I'd been working that entire time. I come back and he's like, if you do a hundred hours on your dad's campaign in the next two weeks, I will give you dinner. And I was like, sure, why not? I'm a young person. I did it and I will never, ever, 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 oh my God, ever that bad. campaign again. Like, no. Where <laughs> was dinner? Was it, is that why it just wasn't worth it? It, you know what it was? It was like free dinner. That was number one. But number two, I didn't want to be the kid. Like my my dad was there being like, you don't support me. I was just like giving oh. me like puppy dog eyes being like, don't you care? And I was like, and I had to balance out my mom who hate, like if you think I dislike campaigning after that story, my mom was straight up like, I don't go places. I don't do things. I don't talk to people. I don't. Oh, she I was going to say great. our mom should meet, but they wouldn't want to. <laughs> She was like Michelle Obama if she loved politics less. <laughs> right? That's, that's I thought you were going to say if she loved my Obama less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mom loves my dad a lot. They've known each other for almost 40 years, which uh, is insane. But no, she was like straight up like, okay, that's your life. That's your life, babe. <laughs> this yeah. whole politics. Like, that's your life. Everything keeps keeps bringing us back to the Obama book, which just has so many amazing quotes. Like, Michelle really was like, no, you. why are you doing this? Don't yeah. do this, please. It's ridiculous. Listen like, to the Michelle gonna, Obamas in your life. They have a huge Spotify deal, so I'm sure she's happy. <laughs> I know, I know. That's true, that's true. So the final I'm question for this round, I mean, yeah. the final question for this round is, Cauliflower crust is an affront to humanity. True, false. We can all go around if we have a steak, Sammy. Okay. So (laughs) not to be someone who would like to deprive people who are gluten-free or perhaps cannot have wheat for whatever reason of the beauty that is a crust imitator. But if you are having cauliflower crust instead of regular crust for any other reason, I agree. An affront to humanity. I agree. I hate cauliflower stuff. And that's my TED talk. (laughs) See, so I am, I have celiac and I've, I'm gluten-free, not by choice because of celiac, obviously. And I, I also forget the taste of real pizza. So my, bear that in mind when I say I like cauliflower pizza, <laughs> but I, that's because I haven't eaten a real pizza it's in not over bad. 10 years. <laughs> it's not bad, but like, if you're, if you're just having it so that you can like avoid real pizza. Like, I don't think you're actually yeah. doing anything. for. I mean, I think if you smother anything with cheese and sauce, I will like devour it. So, yeah. 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 I think that cauliflower crust is one of the less offensive cauliflower uh, substitutes to me because again, like, like Brian just said, once you put the cheese and the sauce on it, 
it's fine. We're good. But there are other things like that I've tried of the cauliflower variety that were not okay. And so I think that we need to focus our anger on those things. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I hope somebody fast forward and picked up there and was like, oh shit, what is this episode about? <laughs> That's it for part one. We will be back what, next Wednesday for part two. Until the return of this Q&A, this has been the Betches Up Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.